Hey, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to the My One Two Three Cents Podcast. It's my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me a hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 414 of the My 123 Cents podcast. I am your host this week and every week, Kevin Huntsperger. And, uh, you know, we're at episode 414, which means we are just six weeks now from episode 420. And I am continuing my quest to get Rob Van Dam on episode 420 for obvious reasons. And, you know, this has kind of taken on a life of its own. I've had people... Uh, you know, that I didn't know if they listened to the podcast or not, but they have mentioned it to me. So I, I think it's really kind of funny. Um, do I think that he is going to uh, be on the show? I don't know. I am really optimistic and I'm going to remain optimistic that he will be. But, uh, you know, the reality is starting to sink in. We're six weeks away. And, uh, you know, there's a lot going on between now and, and December. I think it, that episode falls the second Monday in December, I think. I, I, I got to double check the calendar. But anyway, uh, I'm going to continue to uh, pursue it and see what I can uh, find and what I can do to get RVD as a part of that episode. So all that being said, you know, this week and, and since we are kind of in that uh, Halloween mood, that Halloween spirit, uh, and obviously next week, this podcast will drop on Halloween, so we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, I've got a couple of ideas for what I'm going to do for the Halloween episode, so um, hopefully one of them pans out and comes to fruition. But this week I'm doing something completely different, and I I don't know how this is going to come off. I don't know if this is going to be a a complete cluster or if it's going to work. And I I am trusting that those of you who do listen to this, whether you know me or not. Um, I really want your input. I want to know what you think. Was this a good idea? Was this a bad idea? Does it work? And what I'm going to be doing is playing the audio from the casket match that happened over the weekend between Heath Hatton and Cash. Uh, It was part of Stride Pro Wrestling's Fall for All event uh, up in Pinckneyville, Illinois. A great night of wrestling action. Uh, Just one of those nights, again, where... I walked away and had that wrestling buzz, that that feeling that you get uh, when you have had a good show, a great show, not a good show, a great show. Uh, you know, from top to bottom, everybody worked their asses off, 
and you know Bud Galloway. Oh, I'm not going to give you all the results, but I will because this is going to drop on um, YouTube later this week as well. My my goal is to have it on YouTube by Wednesday. I'm I'm hoping to make that happen. It it becomes a little more my you know my computer is. Uh, not as young and peppy as she used to be, so I'm I'm trying to, uh, you know, free up space and get everything in order and and put it out there uh, in a timely manner. And I will do my very best to get that edited and dropped on the Stride Pro Wrestling YouTube channel as soon as possible. So if you are listening um, and were at the show, or or if you weren't at the show and want to see what happened, I'm going to have it as quickly as possible. Speaking of Stride. Our next event is coming up in less than two weeks, November 5th. We're back in Carterville, and uh, that's going to be a great night of action as well, working on the card. We'll have match announcements and all that coming out this week as well. So stay tuned. Lots going on with Stride Pro Wrestling. Um, We're having a great time, and, uh, you know, it's just just, uh, a fun thing to be a part of, and, and I'm grateful, again, for the opportunities that I have gotten uh, through Stride and and through uh, just being a part of such a great and amazing group of people. So uh, getting all that uh, out of the way, I want to remind you folks, uh, if you are listening and uh, it's before noon central time on Monday, the 24th of October, uh, the Pro Wrestling Tea Sale is still going on. I've had a couple people purchase some Stride shirts and uh, you know, my one, two, three cents shirts in the last couple of weeks. So thank you for that. Uh, it is greatly appreciated. You are supporting the brand and, and hopefully growing and developing and being able to do much more with my one, two, three cents and with stride pro wrestling, um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash My123Cents. You can order anytime, but there are typically sales. This is a customer appreciation sale that, I, like I said, wraps up on Monday, October 24th, as the show drops. But it uh, that sale wraps up at noon on Monday. They usually do a sale in November for Black Friday. And they might do another one right around the Christmas season. So, but give them some time when these sales happen, you know, there's a lot of people that order and it takes a little longer, I think, to get everything caught up. Cause I do think that they print, especially on smaller companies and smaller pages like mine, uh, it's print to order. So when you order it, they are putting you in the queue and then you are getting printed as soon as, as soon as they can get to it. So, uh, just a, a word of advice there, thighhuggers.com. Promo code MY123CENTS, as well as Collar and Elbow Brand. Use that promo code MY123CENTS. You save every time you shop. And again, you're supporting small businesses, small brands, and and helping them grow and develop. So uh, I appreciate any support uh, that you're able to give for the MY123CENTS and Stride Pro Wrestling brands, which also brings me to the toy action figure drive. The, uh, you know, I've, I've already gotten some donations and I'm excited about that and looking forward to uh, having a great productive time. And we may, I, I need to talk with Tyler. Uh, we may make that November 5th show uh, the toy drop-off because just timing-wise with this, the December show and when the deadline for Toys for Tots is, it gets a little hectic. And I'm going on vacation towards the middle of December too, so I I will not be able to 
uh, I think the drop-off will be before I leave for my trip, but it's going to be kind of a crazy time in December like it always is anyway. But uh, if so, I'm telling you now early, if you are out and about shopping, uh, Ollie's in West Frankfort, Illinois, and if you have an Ollie's near you, they have discounted figures, elites and basics. Uh, pick up a couple and send them to me and I can, you know, if you shoot me a message, I'll provide you uh, the mailing address and, and how to get that to me. Or, you know, um, in the past, folks have ordered on Amazon and had them shipped to me. Uh, whatever you're comfortable with doing, whatever you want to do, uh, however you can give, if you want to give cash and then I go shopping, I usually get uh, cash from a couple of different people as well. And then I go shopping um, either to Ollie's or Five Below or Walmart and and pick up figures. So, Again, uh, it's a complete ripoff of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast uh, toy drive. Uh, we just do it on a local level. Last year, we collected 252 toys. Um, I do have a couple of non-wrestling things that uh, is going into this year's collection as well. But uh, my goal, you know, I don't always necessarily set a goal, and, and I'm not sure what the goal will be this year. Probably 250, again, to be realistic, uh, because it was down to the wire getting... Uh, to 252 last year. So we'll, we'll see how we end up uh, this year. I know times are, are ch- tough for a lot of folks uh, in 2022. And uh, certainly, uh, if we can help make it a little brighter at Christmas, uh, we'll do that. And I'll be talking about the Christmas toy drive in the coming weeks here on the podcast and on the other my one, two, three cents platforms as well. But, uh, you know, kind of going back into and kind of keeping with the Halloween theme, as I mentioned, you know, Stride has done a couple of different at least a few different, you know, quote unquote gimmick matches that kind of have that Halloween flair to it. And usually when we go to Pinckneyville and Jerry Travelstead uh, hosts us for those shows, he always does it up uh, with a, a fun set. And, you know, there's pumpkins and, you know, Bud Galloway and David Lee Walker had a Smashing Pumpkins match uh, Saturday night for the No Limits Championship. Um, then Tony Flood and Jerry Travelstead had a Three Falls of Fear uh, matchup, which included a ladder match, a falls count anywhere match and a last man standing match. So uh, that was pretty phenomenal. And, and, you know, the set that everything was on, they just did a really good job of kind of setting the mood and setting the tone in addition to that casket match that we're going to get to in a couple of minutes, but, uh, you know, probably the first, uh, and, and most notable, or, or at least one of the most notable, uh, you know, spooky, Halloweeny, gimmicky kind of matches that we've done was the Buried Alive match between Red Daniels and uh, Chris Hargis back in 2017, almost five years ago now. In December, it'll be the five-year anniversary of that match, and what a phenomenal night that was, too. This was back when we were still in the mall, and we were able to stream that one live on the uh, Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page, so you can go back and actually watch that if you have not seen it, but uh, that was a phenomenal uh, match as well, uh, and, and just kind of changed the face of Stride after that, I think, for a bit at least. And uh, really, um, you know, we've had the tables and ladders and chairs matches, we've had the dog collar matches, and I don't necessarily consider those Halloween uh, gimmicky kind of things, but you know, The Undertaker kind of creating that buried alive vibe with, with mankind when they did that first one back in 1996. Uh, and then of course, uh, and, and I think I, I did a blog years ago on the history of the casket match and, and it actually is not a, a WWE invention, um, or concept. And I can't remember 
I want to say it was USWA or uh, Memphis, one of those territories that had uh, a casket match many years ago. Uh, but to me, you know, really getting into the whole casket match concept came uh, again with The Undertaker. I mean, it just made sense. And I think the first time that he was in a casket match, I know that he did a series of body bag matches. And I remember even actually in the early days of his character, after he beat his opponent, he stuffed them in a body bag. Um, and then that led to a series of body bag matches with the Ultimate Warrior during the summer of 1991. And then we move into, uh, I believe, and I'm not, I didn't look this up, but I believe the first casket match in the WWF, WWE, was at Survivor Series 92 when The Undertaker wrestled Kamala. And I loved the buildup for that. And, you know, I, I, I think some people don't like Kamala or have, you know, don't have, I, Kamala is one of my all time favorite uh, gimmick wrestlers out there. So, um, I really felt like he uh, just brought something extra to the table. And he and The Undertaker in that casket match, and, the, and the Undertaker and Paul Bear making that uh, casket with the moon and the stars on it, just to me was, was pretty phenomenal. And then, you know, I saw a casket match live in 1995 when The Undertaker wrestled Kama at, uh, at a... It was a raw taping, and a, I think it was raw, but they, they did like a Superstars taping and a Coliseum Home Video taping, and Chad and I have talked about this before. It's the night of the infamous Yokozuna Diesel cage match when Yoko tried climbing out of the big blue cage, but uh, anyway, I digress on that, but uh, they had a casket match. I think they had, Chad, remind me, I, I'm almost positive there was a casket match that night uh, when we were at that taping in St. Louis, and then of course... For sure, I know that we were at uh, WrestleMania 22 and the casket match between The Undertaker and Mark Henry uh, that happened at that event. And of course, there have been countless other casket matches. You know, the the infamous one with The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at the 98 Royal Rumble, where the casket then got set on fire by Kane and Paul Bearer. Um, you know, I remember Mick Foley and, and Undertaker having a casket, or I'm sorry, I think it was gold dust in the Undertaker and the, the casket was gold and mankind was hiding in it and put the mandible claw on the Undertaker. That was at one of the in your house events. Um, so, you know, the Undertaker, I think has been in most of the casket matches which obviously makes the most sense. Uh, but this casket match for stride, it was unique. I describe it or I do my best because when I was doing the commentary for this match, I had in mind that I was going to try to paint a picture of what was going on for this podcast. So I hope I do a good job with that. And if I don't, please tell me, let me know, give me your feedback, give me your thoughts. I you know, want to make this podcast the best that it can be. So leaving feedback, leaving comments, uh, leaving a review, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast would be greatly appreciated. And, and again, thick skin here, I'm not going to be offended and I'm not going to take it personally and I'm not going to uh, be sad and cry if you rip me a new one, because I really do want the feedback and want to hear what you think, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, let me know, uh, when you do make a review of the podcast, screenshot it and send it to me, which is even better. Um, and you know, I will get you a, my one, two, three cents prize and, uh, working hopefully in, in the new year. I mentioned on last week's episode, the ask my one, two, three cents, anything podcast that, uh, you know, 
January 23 is going to be the month of my 123 cents because it is 123, so or 123. So we're going to have some fun with that in January. Looking forward to coming up with some ideas and doing some stuff, some fun giveaways and ways to celebrate the brand and, and celebrate my 123 cents in general. So uh, all that being said, I think I'm going to get you now to the casket match between Heath Hatton and Cash. All right, no surprise here, folks. This one's starting off action-packed. It is Heath Hatton and Cash in a casket match. The only way to win this match is to put your opponent in the casket and close it, seal it shut. No love lost between these by any stretch of the imagination. And you see Cash Gordon. Forgotten has been banned. The forgotten may be forgotten now. And folks, I'm going to follow this action as best I can. It, it may end up being a little wobbly, a little shaky at times, and I apologize for that. But I want to get as close to the action as possible. And there's a big kick from Heath Hatton. And again, the intense rivalry between these two really heating up at the end of 2012. And then in 2021, uh, we saw Heath Hatton beat Cash Borden in that Joe's match when Hatton's wife Rachel hit Cash with a light tube after Cash was going to do the same thing to Hatton. Cash now has Hatton with Shinlock here. And Cash throws a punch. Again, you see the casket over there the left of the ring it is a gray casket trimmed in purple one of these men will end up in that casket tonight hat now out on the outside cash is following Sit face first into the guardrail here. We're going ringside. Look at this. A reversal. Cash Borden now calculating his next move here. Stomping on Heath Hatton. And a chop right across the chest. And Cash taunting the crowd as a result. And Hatton fires back with a right hand. And a kick to the midsection and follows it up with another kick right to the chin. And Borden now doing his best to fight back here. And Cash sent face first into that steel post. And Hatton has a chair right into the spine of Cash Borden, not once, but twice. 
And Cash now retaliating a chair to the midsection. And follows it up. I think he might have got him in the knee. I'm not sure. some kind of weapon in his hand. Fighting back though. And here they go to the other side. This crowd in Pinckneyville. Patton rolling Cash back into the ring now. the face of Cash sent into the turnbuckle. Oh, and a low blow, folks, and in a casket match, everything is legal. Patton calling on referee Kevin McCleary to open that casket up. Where are we going here? Can he get him in? He's got him in. Borden is in the casket, but he's got to close it. Hatton has to close that casket and unable to do it. And these two are going to just go tooth and nail. Hatton trying to get the casket closed. Cash still sitting upright. Referee involved here. And Cash fighting back now as best he can. Taking it back into the ring. We are back into the ring now. And Cash Borden stomping now on Heath Hatton. Suplex by Cash. Will we get the three amigos here? It's looking that way. This cash hits a third. And now he's calling, cash calling for the referee to open that casket back up. Here we go. Here we go. Is Heath Hatton going to end up in that casket? He's in, partly anyway. He's got to close it. It's got to be closed. And Hatton now doing everything he can to prevent that. Once that casket closes, it's over. The arm, wait, he's got a, is that a blade? What's he got? Yeah! He is using a blade on the hands of Heath Hatton, a box cutter. Oh, look at this, look at this, look at this. Hatton is fighting back. Grabbing Cash by the throat. 
Rush now on Dream Street. And a second spear. He needs to get him back into that casket. doing I don't know we're gonna follow him he's got another chair and that is not a folding chair that is a, we're at a school that's a school classroom chair he's got a second one tossing them into the ring and Hatton is still out from that low blow now slapping the head of Heath Hatton to add insult to injury. And Cash now mocking the crowd. The chairs are now set up. Have a seat. Cash tells Hatton. And Cash knocks him down. Oh, and a running knee right to the side of the head. Hatton is face down once again in this match. And Cash now pulling Hatton up. Is he going for that casket? He's calling for the referee to open it again. And now Cash finds himself in trouble. Whatever that object is that Cash had earlier, Hatton now has it. And the referee's head is stuck in the casket. He can't get it closed. Hatton cannot get it closed. Referee Kevin McCleary in the way. And Cash now with a low blow. I don't know if McCleary had a hold of, I'm sorry, if Cash had a hold of the referee and pulled him in to prevent cash from, or from, prevent Hatton, pardon me, from closing that casket. Again, this is Stride Pro Wrestling's very first casket match. And what a rivalry it is housing here. Two of the most bitter rivals in Stride history. And Cash backed into the corner now. And Hatton with a big right hand to the midsection. And a kick to the stomach by Hatton. Front face lock, no. Cash able to escape it. Dirty deeds right in the middle. Again, now you gotta move that body weight into that casket. That becomes the more exhausting part of this match. You can't just simply pin or submit your opponent. You have to put them physically into that casket. And folks, this isn't a typical casket match in that it's up higher. So. 
In WWE, we often see the casket with the opponent rolled into the casket. That can't happen here. They're going to have to lift and move their opponent into that casket as Hatton hits a rock bottom on Cash. Taking a breather, catching his breath, Cash Borden sits up like The Undertaker. Good Lord. Oh, but he's not gonna sit up after that. Another spear by Heath Hatton. And Cash may be right for the pickings. By the way, if Cash loses this match, he is leaving Stride Pro Wrestling. That is a self-imposed Wow, promise. And the strength of Hatton is he picks up Cash to move him into that casket, but unable. And Cash DDTs Hatton onto the canvas. And Cash now going into his vest. What's he getting? What's he pulling out here? He had some kind of weapon earlier. He's got that chair. Again, not a folding chair. And now, climbing the ropes. What's he gonna do here? Oh! Hatton meets Cash, though with a couple of forearms, or fists rather. Oh, and pokes him in the eyes, does Hatton. Uh-oh. Cash is perched on that top rope, but for how much longer as Hatton now moving Cash? What's he gonna do? Is he gonna try to suplex him into that casket? The casket is once again open. Oh, and Cash meets Hatton with some headbutts as he is, oh, he just spit something in his face. He just spit something in the face of Heath Hatton. And another low blow. And Hatton goes into the casket. Can he close it? Can he close it? Explains him again and that's it. That's it. Cash Borden has won this casket match. Holy crap, I cannot believe what we just saw. The winner of this match, Cash! Folks, I am shocked. Cash spraying something in the eyes of Hat. And now he's got a gasoline can. He can't do this. This cannot be happening. And he's pouring the gasoline on the top of this coffin. We need some officials out here. Here they come. Come on, Cash! Hey, come on! Cash is digging for a lighter or a match or something, and referees, Cash is attacking the referees and, and other officials here, security. Get him out of here, guys! Get him out of here! Get him out of here! 
All righty, cash has been taken out of here. What happens now with Heath Hatton? He is in that casket. Folks, I'm gonna go check on my friend. In there. Are you all right? Heath Hatton inside the casket. The crowd cheering, though. You can hear the crowd. As Heath Hatton has been to hell and back in this matchup. fans after a hard-fought match he may have come up on the on the short end here but that was a hell of a match a hell of a contest for strides very first casket match and the very first match here tonight at fall for all all right, friends, like I said, let me know what you thought of, of me providing just a podcast basically of commentary from a match. Uh, did you like it? Did you hate it? If you were there that uh, night, uh, that Saturday night that uh, we had the Fall for All show, what'd you think of it? Did you enjoy the casket match? Because this was definitely the first time Stride did anything like this. And I got to give kudos to Jerry Travelstead and Josh Plumley and uh, the rest of the folks there in Pinckneyville. I don't know who all helped, but they built the casket that was used for that match and did a phenomenal job. So uh, my only... Um, uh, regret, and I told Tyler this, uh, I didn't think about it until we were there and about 20 minutes before showtime is I wish I would have brought something to mount a camera inside the casket and we could have gotten a different perspective when uh, ever the casket opened up and, and there was an attempt to put the opponent in there. But, you know, that's hindsight being 2020 and maybe we do this again and, and we're able to come up with a way to put a camera and a mount in there and record that action. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the My One Two Three Cents podcast. I appreciate you all checking it out. Again, leave that review. Pick up a toy for the toy drive that's coming up. Support indie wrestling, no matter where you're listening to this at, wherever you're listening. Get out and support your independent companies. Follow them on social media. Share their posts. Share their podcast. Whatever it may be, uh, it really does help and go a very long way. Friends, thank you so much for listening. RVD. I'm looking for you, brother. Come on, join me for episode 420. We'll talk again soon. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.